this is a question people always ask, oh, how's the market? And honestly, sales are up in, in Orange County the last couple of months, but listings are down, so people are still buying quite a bit. But like for me, I put my horse blinders on every morning. I don't pay attention to the market. I don't pay attention to interest rates. I pay attention to people. So I say to someone, well, you know what? It really doesn't matter what the market's doing. What is going on in your life? Are you getting married? Are you having another child? Do you want to relocate somewhere? Did you get a new job? Because listen, most everybody wants the American dream, right? Is it right in your life today? Welcome to another episode of Unscripted Pivots. I am your host, Danielle Sproles. Today, I am truly excited to introduce a guest whose name is synonymous with the very pulse of Orange County. If you've ever pondered about where the heart of the luxury market beats or who's at the forefront showcasing the best of what OC has to offer, look no further. Joining us today is the phenomenal Jules Wilson. A resident of the picturesque Corona Del Mar, Jules isn't just someone who knows the real estate scene. She lives here. That was not always the case, though, and Jules will share more on that later. As a lifestyle realtor with Seven Gables Real Estate, she's not just selling houses, she's guiding dreams, steering investments, and ensuring that her clients move from where they are to where they want to be, and all with it an elegance that only she can muster. But hold on, our introduction doesn't just stop there. For those of us immersed in pop culture, Jules has been a recognized figure on TV. As a Telly Award-winning TV host and lifestyle expert, she is passionate about spotlighting celebrities, amplifying local businesses, and championing the best events and organizations Orange County has to offer. And if there's one more thing to take away from Jules' ethos, it's her belief that when we lift one another, success isn't just an individual's journey, it becomes a community victory. So without further ado, let's deep dive into a conversation with the incomparable Jules Wilson. Jules, welcome to Unscripted Pivots. Well, Danielle, what what a what an introduction. My goodness. Thank you so much. I think I need to get my running shoes on. A new pair anyway. <laughs> <laughs> You're all that, you know? It, it it always amazes me how my guests they they're flattered by what I begin the podcast episode with, but it's all truth. I don't, uh, you know, none of this is fictitious and it's all who you are and you're still running strong. So, yeah. you know, it was so wonderful um, for our listeners out there. Jules and I met at uh, an event um, for Newport Social Group, which is just totally incredible. Uh, the founder, Christian White, connected us. Shout out to Christian. You know, the Newport Social Group connects professionals that, you know, are expanding fields of commercial real estate, medicine, finance, all those things. And the goal of that group is a distinctive experiences that unite top seller people and elevate one another. And that's how Jules met. And it's just so good to see you. I really, I credit that organization and Christian White in particular for this introduction, but our relationship is running strong solo and it's just beginning. So, you know, tell us a little bit about you and, and, and what you're doing. And and I do want to touch upon the fact that one of the bonding moments we had was that we both recognized what it was like to move from one place to Orange County and to take our skills and whatnot and develop them here locally and, you know, to establish relationships, right? It was almost like starting over after we were very well versed in, uh, in our situation and in our community. Yeah, well, first off, Danielle, I, I want to really honor you and thank you for, for doing what you're doing and showcasing women. Because let's face it, when we hear each other's stories, we oftentimes say to ourselves, you know what, I can do that. 
or that person might be giving me that little extra push to do what I couldn't do, or I get inspired by someone overcoming adversity or like you and I. But one thing I loved about you is you're from the East Coast, obviously. And yes. I love that little extra, I don't know what it's called. There's something about people from the East Coast. They have the little extra chutzpah or whatever you want to call it. Um, and the other thing that I love most about you, Danielle, I think in addition to you being fun, is that you are, you're real, you're down to earth. Listen, we can all be successful, but we don't have to be phony. You know what I mean? No. I know you moved here from New York. I moved here from the Bay Area. And I knew literally one person, my husband, I moved here. Of course, our children went to Chapman. But sometimes there's a gift in moving from out of town. And for me, the gift was, since I really didn't know anybody, in my opinion, everyone had a clean slate. In other words, everyone was good. I didn't know backstories. I didn't know who was who. So I kind of moved here with the innocence of a child's eyes. So that's what I would say to people. When you move somewhere, instead of being apprehensive, think, okay, it, I don't know anybody. I don't know any backstories. I don't know who's who. So everyone is a positive for me, unless, of course, I find out they're, you know, crazy or something. <laughs> no, joking. no, right, right. No, no, that's such a great point. When you put it from that perspective, I can see, you know, I always um, talk about learning and the importance of uh, being a lifelong student. That's what I like to think that curiosity is what drives my growth mindset. And when you have a growth mindset, you have to do a lot of unlearning. But when you relocate and you start anew, there's less unlearning to do in that thing. Because to your point, Jules, right, everybody is just who they become in that moment into you, right? right? So that's terrific. But still, not easy. Let's take a step back and talk a little bit about what you were doing before you moved to Orange County because it's absolutely amazing. And you've always been kind of like a, a public figure, right? You've been like in the media, TV, you've hosted things, you've helped other people launch things around that. And I do believe I, th I saw something about you having some acting experience or schooling or, or, or aspirations. Did I see something like that in your profile? Well, not necessarily acting. Um, my, I was born and raised in real estate. My dad was a real estate investor, but I got my college degree in broadcast journalism. Mm -hmm. So I always was doing videos and film and that kind of thing. But then when I graduated from college, I really didn't want to move to Eureka and start a, a TV reporter job. I didn't want it that bad. I wanted to get married and have children. So those two paths are, are sometimes, or that one path is hard. So I sold real estate for about 15 years. Then through a chain of events, I actually created a pilot about, um, I called it Celebrity Lifestyles Bay Area. And in the San Francisco Bay Area, the celebrities are basically sports figures. It's not like we got all the movie stars up there. So I wanted to combine my love of real estate with my love of TV, and I started showcasing 49ers homes, but ending up with uh, a story about how they got there, what things they overcame, and that's not any new idea, but what I really wanted to do was showcase each individual's player's philanthropy. Like, how are they getting Okay, back? hold on, hold on. Everybody races through some what I consider to be very interesting points. The 49ers, that's pretty cool. How did that relationship get on your radar? Well, do you remember the Haiti earthquake, right? Yes. Um, there was a big Haiti earthquake, I don't know, 10 years ago. That bothered, I don't know, listen, there's a lot of natural disasters, but for some reason that one really bothered me a lot. And so I knew this one rookie, or I didn't know, I knew of a rookie mm -hmm. with the 49ers who was from Haiti, so I kind of researched, and he has a uh, foundation called Ricky's Worldwide Relief Foundation for people in Haiti. And so my husband and I decided to have a, a fundraiser with our friends, 100 people or so. And I asked him if he would come out to do a video. No, he couldn't do that. But fast forward, I thought if I showcase people who are famous, because people look up to them, everyone needs a little bling, sure. right? 
if I can showcase people who are successful in doing and doing and have made it, so to speak, but also haven't forgotten that we need to help each other, that got me excited. So that's how I came up with this pilot. So honest to God, Danielle, I called up the 49ers, their main office. <laughs> Holy you, Jules. <laughs> and I said, listen, I'm not looking for a husband. I'm not looking for a player to marry. I'm married already. And I said, oh, no, I seriously did. And I said, but I'm yeah. bothered by Haiti. I checked on Ricky Jean-Francois. I would like to do an interview with him. She literally gave me his manager in, I think it was in Louisiana, and I called him and he flew out and we did an interview. He introduced me to another player and another friend I got from the two of them who was a um, with the Chicago Bears. So it was, I think what happens is when you are either in pain enough or feel bad for someone else's pain enough, such as the, hey, yeah. I didn't care. I, I wouldn't normally not call the 49ers up being, who the hell am I? But um, because I was so disturbed by that Haiti earthquake. I know what it was. My husband and I were at church one Sunday and the priest okay. was talking about how children in Haiti are actually taking dirt and making little mounds of it and acting like it's cooking and eating dirt. I was like, are you kidding me? I like, as a mother, oh, I, wow. so I think when you really have a passion or something bothers you that much, you'll call anybody. That's when I call the 49ers. I'm like, what the hell? I don't even think I realized I did it, to be honest with you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, I mean, pain is a catalyst for change, right? Mm -hmm. Nothing will inspire us more than being uncomfortable. And, you know, uh, kudos to you. I mean, you have a deep philanthropic spirit because you continue to bring that into the community in Orange County. I mean, I witnessed it all day. You make a lot of noise to, you know, elevate other people's businesses and their causes and whatnot. So you're very much about community spirit and about giving back. So this story doesn't surprise me. But what I think is really cool is that, you know, you recalled that you you were hearing it in church, okay? And what a beautiful setting where we're really feeling very open to being of service to others. Right. But, you know, maybe somebody else sitting in, in service that day, it, it, you know, it certainly would have impacted them emotionally, but not get off their butt and, you know, make phone calls to the 49ers of all things. Right. But, you know, that that's how the universe works. You know, it will touch us in such a way and then, you know, we'll, it'll launch something. And right. that, that's incredible. So you were able to bring awareness and some funds to that effort for that disaster. Right. Yeah. So we, we got a fundraiser together, and then through that, I developed this pilot, and then through another chain of events, uh, there was a big RV dealership down in, in the Bay Area who basically took an old Walmart and turned it into an indoor RV showroom, and through another chain of events, I started hosting and producing that. So I literally stopped real estate for nine years. Okay. We turned it into an RV lifestyle show, but that owner was also very philanthropic, and I'm really committed to St. Jude Children's Hospital in Memphis. Because, you know, if a child, I'm sure people have heard the commercials by Marlo Thomas, anyone who, who sure. gets out of there don't have to pay a penny. So yeah. I, I um, inspired the owner of the RV dealership to when we had a couple different sales to give $100 for every RV sold. So we actually got, uh, we're able to fly out to Memphis and do a tour of St. Children's Hospital and give them their check. So um, the deal here is you can take any business, any story, anything. And if you get creative, you can use it to help other people. Do you know what I mean? Yes. I celebrate that mindset all day long and you continue to do that. So you took a hiatus from the real estate career because you were really focused on this and the demands along that. And it was kind of feeding that journalistic background that you had, you know, and highlighting that and telling the story, right? And you right. continue to do that. So when you resumed your career in real estate, what did that look like? And then how many years were you doing real estate post this hiatus before you moved to Orange County? Okay, so when we moved down here, I was still flying up once a month to do the show. 
But okay. then I thought, you know, it's a whole, and I'll be honest, I was burnt out on selling real estate in Silicon Valley. I'd sold it for so long. But when I came down here, it was like, oh, it's a whole new world, a new environment, yeah. new places, new homes, new neighborhoods, which is new for me. But I had let my real estate license expire. Yeah, when that's I not started. good. So I'm like, oh, <laughs> forget it. So when I called up, I thought I could just renew. Well, I had to take the test all over again. Not that it's, you know, it's not like going to medical school, but still I was so panicky. So I, I took that and passed it, thank God. And then COVID hit. So uh, we, we weren't selling for a while. And then I thought to myself, I was running down PCH one day right in front of Omar. And you, you see vacancy, you know, nobody's open. Businesses are going out. And I thought, oh my God, the worst thing you can see in your town, in my opinion, is vacant signs. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Especially as a realtor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you want people to thrive. You want business. And I'm basically as an as a realtor, I'm a small business myself, you know? So I thought, what can I do? So that's where I got the idea that I will start interviewing local businesses and putting it up on my Instagram, on my YouTube, on my website. You know, they have specials today from three to five. Or they're you eat, eating on the patio is whatever time or get 20% or whatever. That's what started my whole real passion for shop local because really we should shop local, I, I believe, but number one, but number two, keeping, you know, everyone has a vested interest in where they live, right? Mm-hmm. And save the whole world, but you can say where you live, at least with whatever gifts and talents you have. So that just kind of started where I, we all have a stake in each other's success. Danielle, if you're busy, I'm busy. And it's not That's just right. making money. It's feeling productive, feeling happy, sleeping better at night. I think we're created to give back, truly. Well, I, I, I would hope that we are, but I wouldn't say that everybody has that um, as their guiding force. You certainly do. When you have your hand out, it's to offer. It's not to take. And yeah. I think that's why this community locally, including myself, just really embraces you from the get-go because your sincerity is evident. Thank you don't you. have an agenda, Jules. People know that about you. And I think success follows. Hello, my WTF friends. I've got a quick, empowering question for you. Ever find yourself wondering if you're truly leveraging the full scope of your abilities in your professional life? I'm Danielle Sproles, your ally in navigating the unique challenges many women face, from mastering public speaking to personal branding and navigating the complex terrain of gender inequity in corporate culture. At Unscripted Pivots, we transform your ambitions into reality through personalized coaching, accountability, and innovative problem solving. I'm here to catapult your career and help you make a significant mark in your industry. Ready to ascend to greater heights in your career? Well, visit unscriptedpivots.com and let's start a conversation that celebrates and elevates your ambition. You brought your son into the business, right? Yeah. You have Dylan. Tell us a little bit about the dynamic of that because it's always interesting when we're working alongside, you know, one of our children. Yeah. Well, I have to tell you something. My dad told me a long time ago in real estate. Now, he never sold. He was always an investor, but he always taught me this. And and my mm-hmm. son and I live by this in our real estate business. Because, I mean, it's kind of like, I hate to say, but let's just be honest. Some people think of realtors as used car salespeople, right? We're just all about the commission. Where's our next sale, et cetera. So, we live by the mantra in our hearts that our commission is our reward, not a reason. 
It's our reward. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And if you live it, it, but you have to be fiscally conservative and responsible. So you don't have to sell a house tomorrow or the next day. You just serve what the people and the sales come. So that's the number one thing. Regarding my son, when he was a sophomore Chapman, he's like, hey, I'm going to get my real estate license now. I didn't push that. I didn't present that. I don't, I mean, that's their dreams, not mine. I'm like, okay. So he got his license when he was 19. And then through summers, he helped me. And on the weekends, which is great, because it's hard to do it by yourself if you're really actively working. And then when he graduated from Chapman last year, he took a job with a company that um, they were good to him and all, but he realized I am not an eight to fiver. In his words, he's not a sheep. <laughs> I mean, no, yeah. just, no <laughs> yeah. but it's not for him. So that's mm-hmm. when he started working with me full time. So it wasn't, it was an organic way of coming together. But the great thing about Dylan and I working together, um, he's 23. So with our age groups, we can kind of cover everyone sure. in the most you know, understanding everybody, right? And yeah, it expands your your ability to reach the demographics across the board and right. even like how you approach things. And I, you know, I'll tell you, speaking for myself, right? Because I have kids, as you know, there's four of them. And my daughter helps me a lot with some things that have to do with, you know, um, social media or marketing and even just understanding like the tools, like, like, you know, the keeping updated on all the different things that we can utilize to make our jobs easier, right? And better. Um, and so those adult kids, you know what? They're finally paying us back, Jules. All those sleepless <laughs> nights, <laughs> all those diapers, okay? You know what? The investment's paying off, right? It takes a couple of decades. Oh, let's, <laughs> let's just be honest. You ran in here to help me on the laptop when I was getting on with you. It was dumb. I mean, let's just call it like this. <laughs> and that's a beautiful thing. I mean, my heart smiles when I witness that. I mean, this weekend, my daughter is down from North Hollywood and she's visiting me. Why? Because she's helping me with my website. And, nice. you know, I recently launched that. She designed it. And, you know, that's not that's not what she does for a living. But you know what? They're schooled enough to understand that. And then I said to her, hey, help me. You know, here's the information. I provide the content. Would you tell me how to turn this into a digital download? Okay, so she's down there doing that. I'm like, I also want, you know, some, uh, you know, unscripted pivot hats. I want to start wearing baseball cats with my logo that she designed. And again, she's so capable. It's not what she's necessarily doing for a full time career. But when I see moms getting along with their children yes. and really like showing them how they add value to us, that you yeah. know that that that's that source of learning goes both ways. It's in two different directions, and it's really beautiful. And not everybody gets the opportunity to experience it. So yeah, big smile when I see you working alongside Dylan. You know, and I've met him. Yeah, I, well, right. You, I have to add something that. So someone said to me, oh. This client, this client, oh, you work with your mom and your son. And so I jokingly have said more than once, listen, so you've just met me. You don't really know me, right? But if a 23-year-old man is working with his mother and still loves his mother, and I yes. like him, <laughs> we're good people. Yes. <laughs> yeah, right? True enough. We're kind of compelled to love one another, but not necessarily like one another. Right. And, you know, when, when, when your kid likes you, I think yeah. that's a testament to who you are. No, for sure, because they kind of have a choice, you know. So tell me a little bit about what are you doing today when it comes to, you know, TV? Because I'm not really updated. I I know that you've talked about a couple efforts, mostly through Christian. I I mean, I hear it secondhand. But what's going on now with that kind of platform? Are you hosting stuff or what are you doing? I'm not hosting anything. Okay, so here's the to do that. You have to put yourself out there. And I just with Dylan coming on full time with me the last three months, our focus has been getting our routine going, how we're handling clients together and separately. 
And then I'm really 100% focused on really the community more than that. It would be like to do nice to do some other hosting, but I mm-hmm. like, you know, like you were involved in Newport social group. I'm involved in the Newport beach chamber. I'm involved in another organization called um, impact giving. And that's a collective women's organization of collective giving. Oh, tell me a little bit about that. I'm not familiar with that. Impact Giving? Yeah, Impact Giving is a women's collective giving nonprofit. Two to five women in Laguna Beach started this years ago. And it's basically, let's put our money, it's 100, $110 or $20 a month. And we have about 150 members. And what we do is we get grants given to us, or we take grants. And then we all mm-hmm. vote. We have grant committees and we decide who we're going to give the money to. And I'm actually the marketing and communications chair on that. So we have, uh, an, every year we have a launching event and then we have a big um, uh, awards banquet at the end of the year. But what I like about it is we've given a lot of money to local, but also given mm-hmm. money you know, like to wheelchair foundation, that sort of thing. So that takes up a lot of time in addition to real estate and the Newport Chamber and, you know, um, Newport. Oh, the list goes on. Yeah. Yeah. So right now I'm focusing on when I have any video work I'm doing, I'm keeping it local. Because I really want to businesses to thrive. And also, honestly, Danielle, it's a way to grow my business organically. You know what I mean? It's a way to meet more people mm-hmm. without passing out my real estate card when I'm at, at that dry cleaners. That's not my style. Do you know what I mean? It just no, isn't. it's not. It's that's I mean, it, it is one style, uh, you know, that we have to utilize to some degree. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. it, it's shallow. It's shallow compared to what it is that you're doing. So yeah. you're, you're all about, uh, you know letting everybody else elevate and then you go with them in the process, right? It's just like together we rise. Yeah, and that's you, right. Yes. But it's not that I won't be doing it. I mean, I would like to start showcasing more celebrity homes because it's fun and people like to see inside. They like to see behind the scenes. But for me, it will not be a Cribs feeling. It'll be more of a, mm-hmm. uh, a feeling of, like I said before, what are they doing to get back? But one thing about Orange County when I moved here, and I don't know if you felt this too, I think if you don't live here, there's to some people that there's there's this persona that everyone's plastic and phony and all that kind of stuff. I I don't see that. Do you? I have met the most. No, wonderful. I don't see that either. And you're right to the to, to the outside world. Not everybody, but I've been asked from my East Coast friends, like, how can you be comfortable? Why are you so happy there? Like, because they know that I'm just I'm I'm almost as authentic as it comes. I'm very transparent, and that is very Jersey of me, right? And they're like, we we don't we don't get it, Danielle. Like, why why Newport Beach in particular and Orange County in general? And, you know, I said, look, it's like anything else. I said, out here, they're asking me like, oh, is the Jersey Shore really representative of like where you lived? <laughs> I was like, no, it is not. Okay. Like, does that part exist? Probably. But think about the platform that you're witnessing that stuff. I mean, TV is going to sell drama. I said, so of just course. in the way that like my friends and my experience wasn't what you witnessed on the show Jersey Shore, right? right? right. You know, certainly, you know, the people in Orange County aren't all... Orange County Housewives. And even those women that are on there, they're on there because there's a show that's being sold. And you know producers, right? I mean, reality TV is encouraging you to do the spiciest thing you can do, the most dramatic kind of thing. And that's not really depictive of like what it is to be here. I mean, is there, there uh, there is a lot of wealth. I mean, there's no denying that. And with wealth, that's usually associated with, you know, to some degree, I don't want to say arrogance so much as there can be a sense of um, exclusion, but I really feel that if you're feeling that it's because it's something within you and not something that somebody else is projecting. Yeah, I right? agree. Just by and large, I'm going to say that generally speaking. Yeah. And, you know, I've learned, 
as you have, Jules, is that, you know, comparison is the thief of joy. And it's important, you know, I begin every day and I say, who am I competing against? And I'm competing against my version of me yesterday. Yeah. Where can I improve? You know, yeah. where where can I give back? And it's about starting. I start every day with a gratitude list that I share with a friend. Mm-hmm. You know, we write three things down. And that could literally be like, oh, I love the way my dog snores. It doesn't have to be some really poetic or profound statement. But look at your life and think about all the blessings that are around you that you can so easily miss if you don't take a moment, an intentional moment to be grateful. Now, I mean, we live in California. Now I'm coming from the East Coast. I mean, the weather here is amazing by and large, (laughs) right? I mean, and it is beautiful. We have the ocean, we have mountains. I mean, we just, it really is pretty. So honestly, I wake up and I'm like, how could I not be happy? My husband, he says, oh, it's Groundhog's Day. We're at 72 again, (laughs) you know, by the water, right? And, And the sun is shining and I mean, we, we, we just love it out here, but, you know, between the visual experience of the weather and the beauty that is California, you know, the people that I have aligned with are, are just as magical. And that, I think that's true. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're also drawn to people that are like you, but one thing regarding business or um, whether you're like in your line of work, Danielle, or specifically mine in real estate, this is a question people always ask, oh, how's the market? And yeah. honestly, sales are up in, in Orange County the last couple of months, but listings are down. So people are still buying quite a bit. But what I always answer is it doesn't really, like for me, I, I put my horse blinders on every morning. I don't pay attention to the market. I don't pay attention to interest rates. I pay attention to people. So I say to someone, well, you know what? It really doesn't matter what the market's doing. What is going on in your life? Are you getting mm-hmm. married? Are you having another child? Do you want to relocate somewhere? Did you get a new job? Because listen, most everybody wants the American dream, right? Is it right in your life today? And I always say to someone, I don't, let's say, for example, you get pre-qualified for $3 million, but mm-hmm. you're, you're comfortable at a house payment where you would spend $2 million. I say, I don't care if you qualify for $10 million, What price range would you be at where you can sleep like a baby at night and still afford the good wine? That's all I really care about. Whatever that price range is, is where you should look. Become, I'm joking, but you know what I mean? No, but you know what? That really, that really is, again, a testament to your character because as the broker, you want to see them spend as much money as you, as you can because, think about that, affects your commission statement. But that is not the leading factor in the conversation you're having with them. You're letting them know that the quality of their life is so much better better and bigger and more important than the, you know, the, the quality of their home, right? So right. don't take it to where it's going to affect you and you're not going to be able to enjoy, right? right? The sense of security and, you know, positivity that you've had to get to this place, right? That's really, I mean, so you got a little therapy component working with you. And I, I yeah, I would think that you're, you're predominantly in residential, luxury residential real estate, correct? Well, I, I wouldn't, I'm predominantly resident. I wouldn't say luxury. I, and this is why I had a client once want to refer me there. I think they bought a $3 million house and they wanted me to find out if I would work with their son and he was looking for a 650 condo. And I said, mm-hmm. well, of course I would. Why wouldn't I? And he goes, well, he's not spending that much money. I said, I'm in the people business. I'm not yes. in the price yes. range business. And I say, I know I do say a lot on my videos about luxury because that m- might be what I'm showcasing at the time. But listen, you could you could represent a buyer who's paying five, six hundred thousand in a condo, and he might refer you as rich uncle who spends twenty million. I'm not saying that's the motivating force, but you really yeah. have to be in the people business. I don't say I represent only high end. I just don't do that because you know. No, I, no, yeah. I, I. 
I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that. I mean, I'm, I'm commercial because the office I work for, that's what they're skilled to do. The company I work for is skilled to do all of it, but that's yeah. what we're focused on. And, and not to say that when somebody's buying their home or selling or whatever, sure, I, I'm in the relationship business is just like you. So right. we'll take it on and, and we'll do it. I mean, nothing is too low. In fact, I get disheartened when I hear that somebody, you know, is doing a commercial deal and maybe it's, you know, under 2 million and they don't give it to me because they think that it's too small. And I yeah. said, this isn't about the deal size. This is yeah. about a, the relationship. That's right. relationship. I want to be your go-to title rep that can help you solve any kind of problems that come up because problems yeah. do come up. But in the commercial space, it's a little bit different because I think there's probably less emotions tied into the process. Not to say there's less attitude because there's plenty <laughs> of attitude when you get the commercial real estate players to the table, right? But there's less emotions to the process because they're not going to be buying this to live in it and to raise right. a family. They're not, you know, picturing their dream in that regard. It has more to do with the financial numbers and does it make, in, you know, sense as an investment, right? right? It, and it, I just fell into that side. I mean, I fell into this entire business and here I am a couple decades later, you know, still laughing that this is what it is I do. <laughs> but, you know, and I do it nationally. But but the yeah. more that I do in California, the better I feel connected to what we now call our home. And we've been here since 2017. You know, I've got the East Coast roots and I'll never not be enamored and in love with New Jersey or New York. Right. But, you know, California is where it's at. It really is. Yeah. Well, I think people are drawn to you too, Danielle, because I mean, I know you're a mom, but you're very maternal in that I know you've, you really care about your clients you work with. And so that's not a price range thing. Do you know what I mean? And mm -hmm. I really work just the same way. Now, regarding investments, although I don't do commercial, I do work with clients up to like four units because I'm an investor too. And my dad taught me that. So um, mm -hmm. I also think that's really important for just building your wealth. And when I say building your wealth, I mean building your freedom and building your safety net. That's what I really mean. Do you know what I mean? It's not about money. It's about it what is. the money's doing for you. Absolutely. It's it's so funny when you keep referring back to your dad and I just, I keep seeing, you know, the word legacy because your, your dad, that generation, there's you and now Dylan, right? Know, and you didn't like, you know, yeah, I didn't encourage no. it, but because you're leading, you know, everybody's leading by example as parents, you know, your father did something that actually inspired and ignited a passion for real estate in you. And then right. you just organically did the same thing for Dylan. We never know what our kids are watching. Right. No, and what they're taking in. Now, now I have four children. Not one of them is interested in title insurance. <laughs> but 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 they are in real estate. I mean, to some degree. I have a son who works for VTS in Manhattan and, and he loves that position. So he's in the real estate kind of tech world. And before nice. that he was at Cushman and Wakefield. But you know, my, my daughter's flitting around and we'll see what happens. But I, it's really neat. But I love my dream. We played the lottery last night because I think it was a billion something. My husband came home with a ticket and he said, we could be retiring. And I said, I, I would never retire. You know what I would do? I would create some really cool company or foundation where, you know, a lot of it would be the philanthropic nature of it, of course. But I would love to include all my four adult children in a business where they brought their best gifts, you know, to that. Oh, that's cool. And whatever role it would look like, I said, oh no, I would be on fire. I wouldn't just thinking about retiring. This would open up a world of possibilities. No, I'm right? well, retirement's not for me. I'm with you. Yeah, I couldn't, you know. And and you, you know, what, what will that even look like? So even if you were to disengage from the real estate practice, you would always be about giving back with the community. How do, how do you choose 
who you're going to showcase in any given time. Like, where are those moments? Do they just kind of come to you organically when you think like, oh, it's going to be this mom and pop shop or or maybe I haven't really highlighted, I don't know, a hardware store yet. I mean, do, you, do you think in terms of categories, people, or, or is it really you're shopping at somewhere and then it gets on your list? No. Well, some of it's shopping, but some of it's just happenstance. For example, I was driving down Golderon and First Street uh, about two months ago, and my husband was driving. Opened the door, my sunglasses fell out. They were like fell out. They were like four hundred dollars Chanel glasses. They oh, fell boy. down the sewer deal, and I was like, "Oh my god!" So anyway, my husband tried to get him out. He couldn't. A couple days later, this locksmith guy tried to help me, and because um, a, a neighbor referred him, he actually wanted to lift up the manhole because he goes, they're right down there. Well, I'm so stupid. I'm thinking once they're gone, they're gone down the sewer or whatever. So he didn't have the right equipment. So there's a watch repair store right in the corner of Goldenrod and first, I, and I can't remember the name of it. That's terrible. I think it's Watchman or something. But anyway, so he goes, I'm going to go in and see if he has a screwdriver or something. So we go in there. I tell the guy the story. He was so nice. So anyway, oh, because man. of that, the guy was able to get my glasses out. So I said, oh my God, I'm so thankful to you. I want to showcase your business. So fast forward, I tell my son, get the camera. We're going to go showcase it. And he goes, oh, mom, that's where I bought my watch last month. I'm like, I didn't know that. So oh, isn't that funny? So it was a thank you to him. Um, a lot um, the I went to a fundraising event a couple of weeks ago in the Newport Beach Film Festival. The guy who started that, Gregor, I forget his last name. He was there. And I met him and I said, I love your story, how you really started. Very humble beginnings. His parents had a business in Newport. So I said, can I come and showcase you? I think you're doing such great things at the film festival. So he goes, sure. Most all of it is people I meet. Yeah. Yeah. And, and there's and there's some great people. I, I love I love how those stories just lead you to where you need to be, right? And if you want to one thing, it's even better, like the sunglasses. Yeah. You, you know, it's funny, too, just that you grabbed the camera. Because even when I first met you, it was because we were going to do like a little segment. We were really promoting Newport Social Group. And you turned around and kind of made it all about me. And at <laughs> that time, I had yet to launch... Unscripted Pivots. Uh, I think the podcast maybe had just started and that was in March of this year. And I was getting ready to do my coaching business, right? I'm a certified executive coach. And at the time that was called Next Level Women. It has since morphed into Unscripted Pivots. I'm just doing like one brand you know, right. simplifying things because we learn as we as we go. Um, but you're always with the, you, you've got the tripod, you got the and and you're like a boss lady, right? So you you just bring people together and you're like, let's do it. And you don't do it in an overbearing way. You do it in kind of like this like maternal kind of I'm helping you out. And it just it, it, it you make things seamless. You're like just like this really you're a fireball, but at the same time you're like this um this quiet supportive force that makes people feel safe around you. Oh, Do you know what I mean? You. And that that's a really unique quality. Thank you. So I, I loved having you on here today. I love all that you're doing for the community. And I mean, you're just so fascinating. You was well done. Though. Yeah, I hope you have uh, more time to do a little bit out there, you know, with the television hosting, because that's something that I don't know too much about. And yeah. I'm just, I think it's just it's like really has this cool factor. Yeah. Um, I can imagine it would be demanding and expensive. Yeah. And so, you know, we fit it in when we can. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the opportunity will come around sooner or later, I hope. Yeah. Well, you you get that video out all the time and, you know, you you let other people speak their truth and, and shine some light. So, so what's, what's next for you? 
like in the in the next couple of years? What what do you, what are you seeing? What do you plan on doing? Are you going to add anything to what it is with the, you know Seven Gables real estate? Well, first off, I love Seven Gables, and one thing I love about Seven Gables the most our CEO Mike Hickman. He's all one hundred percent about the community. Of mm-hmm. course, we're in business to keep our company thrive, but he has the same mindset as I do, or he does, whichever, which mm-hmm. um, serve the community and the, and the business will come. So he has just built a huge um, podcast and recording studio. So for me, it's about connecting more businesses and promoting more businesses because I love doing that. I did write a book called Joel's Favorite Things in Newport Beach and Corona Del Mar, and I highlighted my favorite places. Where where can we get that? Where, wait, slow down. You're also an author. We didn't even discuss this. Okay. So, well, I, what happened was I had a booth in the Corona Del Mar Christmas walk, and I didn't want to give out all okay. the respect another shopping bag, right? So I wrote yeah. this little book. I stole it from, I mean, you know how Oprah has Oprah's favorite things at Christmas or whatever. Sure. So I you used that inspirational life. guide and you created right. one for the local community. Right. It's, it's best best place to kiss. Best de- date night. Get best out. The, wait, best place to kiss? Yeah. Where is that? Where do I go, John? I put inspiration point. Inspir- now, isn't that funny? We're calling inspiration point. All of a sudden, I'm seeing the show Happy Days in my head. <laughs> <laughs> for, for anybody under, uh, I don't know, 50 or 40, you don't know what right. I'm talking about, but right. go Fonzie. But I, I think that I think that's where I heard inspiration point. I know there, there is a place here. Okay. I got it. Where can I, where can we get this guide? Well, I, I mean, I, I have them myself. I give them out to all the, I showcased about 22 businesses and I just gave them out the day of the Christmas block and I give them out to businesses. I have some left. I'll get you a couple. No, but you walk into, this is a digital download opportunity, Miss Jules. No, I mean, can't you put something like this where somebody can even purchase that? that? If you were to, if you were to create it in that format, right, you could then, you know, charge something as little, I don't know, as $5, but what you would do with the $5 knowing you is not pocketed. You would give it to the charity that you're supporting at the time. Yeah. And and when somebody knows that, that what they're paying for is actually going towards something, you know, right, there's immediate respect and generosity. It's inspiring, you know, into the heart, I think. So digital download. Yeah. Look at that. We're, we're creating new business as we speak. I love it. I love it. So anyway, in the couple years, I'm probably going to write a new one every year because it's like my favorite res- favorite place to get Brussels sprouts, favorite place to get candy, fav- my favorite dentist, favorite place to work out. It's all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's really what it is. It's showcasing the businesses that I do on video, but in a book format. And you know, not only are you showcasing the business, what you're doing is you're letting people into your world and know a little bit more about Jules. And That's there's true. An intimacy- there's an intimacy that has to exist when somebody's going to choose you to work with to buy their next real estate yeah. purchase, right? Their next home. So yeah. that's really a win-win. Um, yeah, I love you. it. Yeah. Thanks so much for coming on. I can't wait till we cross paths. Thank you for everything that you've done for me to highlight me. You've you oh, know videotaped welcome. me twice, and you know we, we've done some things together. And um, you know I just celebrate the sisterhood that exists between yeah. us and how we perpetuate that out there. Well, we've only known each other less than your Danielle, but I consider you an old friend. I really do. You're yeah. just like that kind of person. <laughs> um, but I'll get you a couple of my books and thank you for the download. Mm-hmm. I think that's a great one. And uh, if you don't mind anything I can do for you, let me know. And I wish you a huge success in your podcast. And you're no matter what you do, Danielle, you're always successful. So I admire you as well. Thank you for inspiring me with what you do.
Well, we redefine sex, not success, not sex. What am I talking about? I'm still on my kiss with John at inspiration point. Success, ladies, success. We define it not by what's in our wallet, although we like to have a wallet, yeah. but by really what's in our lives and what's in our family and our hearts and, you know, the community that we support. That's what success is. Yes. So you and I are aligned because we have the same mindset. And I think that's why the friendship feels so... Um, it's grounded, so yeah. it's it, it, it's young in time, but but not in um, not in heart. So, thanks for coming on, and I can't wait to see you again. You too. All right, thank you. Before you go, I really want to thank you for joining me today. I really do appreciate you. If you enjoyed the show, please take a moment to rate and review Unscripted Pivots on your favorite podcast platform. Your feedback helps me improve and reach more listeners just like yourself. And remember to subscribe to stay updated on future episodes released every Wednesday morning. I have more great content and stories from WTF women coming your way. Until then. Hello, my WTF friends. I've got a quick, empowering question for you. Ever find yourself wondering if you're truly leveraging the full scope of your abilities in your professional life? I'm Danielle Sproles, your ally in navigating the unique challenges many women face, from mastering public speaking to personal branding and navigating the complex terrain of gender inequity in corporate culture. At Unscripted Pivots, We transform your ambitions into reality through personalized coaching, accountability, and innovative problem solving. I'm here to catapult your career and help you make a significant mark in your industry. Ready to ascend to greater heights in your career? Well, visit unscriptedpivots.com and let's start a conversation that celebrates and elevates your ambition.